Thunder Buddies for life, right, Johnny? Fucking right. All right, come on, let's sing the Thunder song. All right. When, when you, you hear, hear the sound of thunder, thunder, don't you get too scared. Just grab your Thunder Buddy and say these magic words. Fuck you, Thunder. You can suck my dick. You can't get me Thunder because you're just God's fart. Episode 115. Mike Volpe is here. I am. Mikey Arsenault is also in studio. Yes, I am. Uh, this is our last show of 2012. Yeah. But because I've been so busy with the move, I don't have anything prepared for like end of the year stuff. <laughs> so we're just going to do our regular thing here. We are going to get into the geekies and things like that very soon. Be on the lookout for my top 10 list of the top movies of 2012 that comes out every year i have to catch up on some stuff first <laughs> but it will eventually hit um and <clears throat> we're gonna yeah right excuse me <laughs> we're gonna do some some other wrap-up stuff within the first uh, month within january but for now just the norm uh so let's kick it off with some geek outs and freak outs yay who wants to start us off Mikey looks ready. <laughs> yeah, right. This one's actually like a cross for me. Okay. A geek out and a freak out because I've made it abundantly clear that I do not like Tom Cruise. Okay. Okay. But oh, okay. I think I know you. <laughs> Go ahead. Oblivion. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily. It's not has nothing to do with Tom Cruise. I just like the look of the film, the direction, you know, the kind of sci-fi and it actually has to do with the apocalypse too. It looks cool. It does look cool. So I'm, and then uh, what's the other one? It's I mean, granted, I think it's just all out action. What yep. is it? Is it uh, Are you, you thinking about jo- After Earth? The no, one no, no, Johnny. Scene? What is it? Johnny Reacher or uh, Jack Reacher? Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah. That again, Tom Cruise related. Another film that I think looks good. Yep. You know, I've never, I've torn. never, <laughs> yeah, I've been torn. I've never liked, I've never liked Tom Cruise since I was a kid. It has nothing to do with the Scientology thing. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of weird because I've never been a fan of um, uh, who's the other Scientologist? Uh, John Travolta. John Travolta. I've never been a fan of him either. Hmm. But again, since I was a kid, it has nothing to do with the fact that I found out they're weird and crazy. <laughs> it was before they were probably even aware of what Scientology was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But speaking of After Earth, I don't think that looks good. No, I'm not excited. No, about No, me neither. Yeah, not as much. It's it is an M Night Shyamalan movie, which, which is a little strange. Part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't look like something he would be doing. But I think this might be like his last attempt before he is just shunned by Hollywood at this point. I mean, he's gotten a lot of crap. Somebody's giving him money to do the movies. Yeah, and this has got to be a big budget movie. That's what Will Smith goes for. I don't know. I think in that movie, I think Will Smith dies very early. Yeah? Yeah. You think it's mostly Jaden? I think it's mostly Jaden. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I haven't read anything just watching... Just watching the the trailer. Yeah, just Hmm. a hunch. I think Will Smith dies very early. It's possible. Yep. Any other geek outs? Again, it's a mix between a geek out and a freak out. <laughs> yeah. I just got laid off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. So yeah. I'm excited about it and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like I'm laid off and I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll probably be back in uh, seasonal in thing. March. Yeah. Yep. And I'll be, uh, I'll, 
be back into work every now and then when they need me. So sure. I'll have some money coming in. So I'm excited for the time off and nervous about the time off. Yeah. 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 The financial squeeze versus the uh, freedom. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping to get some projects done around the house. Yep. I'm pretty excited about that. Cool. Have some time to hang out. That's yeah, always good. Yeah, time to hang out. Yeah. I'm on break right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Or was. No, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about the time distortion between recording and release. That's I am right. still technically on break either way. So. I know. That's the hard part. Is this like there's things that I want to geek out about. Right. But I can't because I haven't done it yet, but it would have already happened. <laughs> well, geek, <laughs> oh. geek outs can be anticipations. Yeah. Actually, if you hold on a second. No. There was another one. Again, it was like strictly. Movie trailer. Movie trailer related. Action comedy. Action. And again, it's just going to be good for just like an all out action, futuristic, like brawl style movie. Hmm. Come on now. Oh, you thinking of. Uh, uh, I'm getting close. Pacific Rim. Yes. There yes. it is. Guillermo del Toro's movie about just giant monsters coming from another dimension. So uh-huh. humans build giant robots to fight them. Yeah. And they're- apparently there's a like a. I don't know, like a a, a portal in the uh, Pacific Ocean. Yep. So they come up, you know, through the ocean. Yeah. And it, it's almost like a like a Godzilla. Yeah. Type thing. Except we actually fight back with giant robots. Yeah. But people put on like these. Uh, I don't know if they're in a suit or if they're just in like this uh, this machine that picks up their movement. But as people move, they fight. But it, from what I'm kind of getting from the uh, from the trailer, it seems like it, it. You could still die. Yeah. Like if your machine dies. You know, maybe you died too. I think you're in the machine. Yeah, yeah. And there's a neural link between the oh, two you're people. In the machine. Oh, I think okay. the people are in the machines, and there's a, there's a link between the two people because each one powers one side of it and yeah. controls one side with their brain. Huh. And if that link is severed, there's like consequences for it. But it seems like there's a large group. And again, I'm just getting this from the trailer. It seems like maybe that large group failed, and it's kind of from what I'm getting, it almost seems like it's down to these like this a man and a woman. Interesting. That's what it seemed to me. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah I agree. So cool. Again, I don't know if the storyline is going to be fantastic, but I think as far as an action movie goes, like this could be something to watch. Absolutely. Volpe, the you showed me the trailer for. Um, I'm trying to find what it was. The Incredible Burt Thank Wonderstone. You. Yeah, and I thought it looked really cool last yeah. night when we we were watching. Uh, oh, I say last night. This was yeah. Was I know record, time distortion. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, the Steve Buscemi. Um, who else was in it? Uh, Ali, uh, Olivia Wilde. Steve Carell, Olivia Wilde, Jim yep. Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yep. It's. Uh, have you seen the trailer? No. It has to do a lot with uh, magic, like magicians, kind of versus what's now coming up and being called magic, which is um, like David like Blaine. David Blaine and, and what those guys do, where they lock themselves in a box for yeah. a month and they call it magic, where. It's more stupid. It's an impressive but, yeah. feat, but it's not magic. Or like uh, Chris Angel, the yep. mind freak, being able to like levitate and stuff. And what was the name of this one? The, the Incredible Incre- Burt Wonderstone. Okay, uh, for a minute, there's another movie coming out that has to do with magic. I don't know if you've seen it, hmm. where they're on stage. There's four magicians, mm-hmm. and um, they say, you know, you know, I know everybody with this hard economy has lost money. So we're going to we're decided to give money back and all of a sudden they like disappear and they come back and money falls from the sky, like from the ceiling. But all that money was stolen from oh. uh, from Paris. Huh. So I don't know this. Yeah. I haven't seen this trailer. 
And Not then, yet. but apparently, that whole magic trick is actually just like a disguise for like a deception for something else going on. Oh, geez. So yeah, it's it, kind of crazy. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the the one we're talking about is clearly a comedy. Yeah, this and, one's not. Yeah. So much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Walking Dead got renewed. I guess I don't know when it was. I remember. Yeah, I actually had that. In oh my yeah, it got renewed stuff. for yeah. a fourth season. Yep. But uh, have they? Somebody's uh, not a part of it. I don't know. I, I didn't read the whole. Art. I saw what it was. It was AMC like I, did announce that The Walking Dead yep. has been renewed for a fourth season. Uh, they've also announced that current showrunner Glenn Mazzara has decided to leave the show following completion of season three. What? Both parties acknowledge that there is a difference of opinion about where the show should be moving forward and concluded that it's best to part ways. Oh, Glenn is so good. He's getting so interesting right now, too. Glenn. Oh. Not the character. Oh, not I'm the, sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Glenn Mazar is the guy who's running the show right now. No, oh, okay. Um, and this is actually the second showrunner. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Robert Kirkman, the guy who wrote the comic book, was the showrunner for the. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Um, Frank Darabon was the showrunner for the first season, and then he left. I don't really remember the reason. They never were totally mm-hmm. clear about it. No, and then, I think creative differences. Yeah, which then, is what this is now. And basically. for a show that's so good that people are saying is so good, there seem to be a lot of fights going on about it. And Glenn Mazzara was the showrunner for two and three, and they haven't announced a new showrunner yet. Hmm. It's not necessarily a bad thing. We'll see what happens. I yeah. mean, the show that the first guy left, and the show's only gotten better. Yep. So, I mean, because Robert Kirkman's still involved. He is. I mean, when you get the guy who's writing the books and everything still right. involved, if he leaves, we got a problem. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If he says there's creative differences with the thing he created. Have they given a spoiler at all of what we might expect no. in season four? Because I know when they talked no. about three, like. The governor came out really right, quick. Right. You know, you'd see the governor. Yeah, I don't know about anything specific yet. Mm. No, but I, I don't know. I think they're going to drag it on a little bit more. Yeah. With I feel governor? like they're rushing everything. The governor's not dead. Yeah. He's still alive. He's There's still a lot that can happen. This uh-huh. might spill into it. I think Anna was the one who... She told me... That's what we were chatting on Facebook once, and she said that she can see it dragging into a fourth season because mm-hmm. there's a lot of material they still oh, the story art that they have not covered with this yet mm-hmm. a lot i would so. love to see them go back into the city i just love zombies and mm-hmm. cities i don't know where the comic book goes yeah. as far as i i saw the big they had them out at newberry comics yep giant, big thick uh oh the compendium yeah. oh my god and then the new episode new episodes the new uh uh editions that just came out yeah I tried to like look at them real quick to figure out where they are and what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I have no clue what's I'm going sure on. I'm sure they're so but, different. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're borrowing things, but they're, they're not keeping going. the locations the same. Yeah. I think the locations are still in the same order. Yep, they're almost like characters in themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I don't know. I I read the first comic book alone, and then I have the compendium, and I haven't read it because I'm afraid I'll get too far ahead of the the show. I'd actually rather watch the show first. It's probably already go gone back. off. Oh yeah, from yeah. I don't even think it's a concern. No, because the first comic book that I read alone, it hardly got you anywhere at all. Yeah. Really, you know. See, I would never want to read and watch the same thing at the same time because, like, I'm very interested to read the Dexter books, but I don't want to start reading them until Dexter ends the show. Yeah. Because I don't want the storylines to start to mesh oh, or be like, yeah. I like this better than this, or I'll make those judgments. I want to, I want to consume them separately and then judge them as standalone pieces that way. That, I don't know. I just have to compartmentalize that way. Not everyone has to, but I do. <laughs> Any others? Uh, yeah, one has to do with you. Okay. Uh, I gotta, Glad like, we're talking about geek outs, not free guys. Yeah, phrase it <laughs> properly. Uh, 
I saw that you posted that colleagues of yours yes. are interested in your past and more specifically with your wrestling past. Oh, yeah. I'm just curious where you are. It, it made me stop and I was like, wow, because you never said you were done with wrestling ever. You just had priority. They had to be your priority list was shifted around. Right. So I'm just curious where you are with this. Well, as we thinking. know, as any person who wrestles will say or will tell people who leave the business, you're never really done. Mm. until you physically can't do it anymore. I I am done on many levels as far as like I don't watch anymore. Mm-hmm. Um the desire to perform probably won't go away. Uh I just don't have the venue where I would want to and I don't have the desire to do that to my body anymore. Mm. Like I love the rush of the show and the crowd and everything but it's not worth the damage that it does to me. That being said, the opportunity for one more match under my terms is appealing. Yeah. So if, if the situation were to arise and there has been interest brought up by a group of people Mm -hmm. that would like me to put on one more show and do one more match to raise money for good causes, all those things line up well. Yep. I would most likely be the person booking the show, booking the matches, booking the talent. Mm-hmm. It would be a show under my my direction. Yep. So in that situation, I would do it. I would absolutely cool. do it. My first thought was that it would be me versus you. Yep. And I understand your desire not to do that. No, I, I will do it, definitely. <laughs> Well, no, I, I can understand your desire not to do that because... We might need some practice before yeah. we go and do it. <laughs> For one, neither of us have wrestled in a while. Uh, two, our dynamic totally shifted when I changed character. Yeah. Because when it was the underdog versus the monster, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And when it became two similarly powered beings, it was not as interesting. Right. And it didn't work as well. And I don't know what the people would want to see. So I'm almost thinking... It would be a little of everything. Mm. Uh, my this I can tell you what I had in my mind sure. as far. Okay, so it wouldn't be me versus you, but we would be involved in the ring together at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thought is that there are certain people that I would love to bring back that I love working against. Um, I'd want Frank back. Yep, uh, Frank Kruger. If people are familiar with him, Jack Kruger. Jack Kruger. Sorry, yeah. I can never. He's in my phone as Frank Kruger. <laughs> is he? Yeah, I would want to bring in my friend Guy. Yeah, because we work together fantastically and he's awesome. And my thought is that it would be myself as Rob Impact earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it would be maybe a similar scenario to when the Berserker debuted where Guy had Frank as or Jack as his manager. Yep. And I, I would do the match as Rob Impact, but it would only last for three or four minutes mm-hmm. before Jack just kept interfering too much to the point where you rush in as Mike Volpe. Yep. And kind of break it up and it becomes just I see where you're going with it becomes a cluster. (laughs) And then uh, we go, okay. if you guys really want to do it this way, then we'll have a tag match later tonight. But it's going to be but now you've unleashed it. So it's not going to be Mike Volpe and Rob Impact. Yeah, it's going to be Heaven's Fury. Yeah. And you're going (laughs) to face Cenobite and Berserker. Right. So you want it. You got it. And yeah. then it would be that yeah. as a tag match for the main event. It's like the Undertaker and Kane coming back for right. Monday Night Raw's right. 1000th episode. <laughs> and <laughs> earlier in the was. night, you would have a match against Frank. Yeah, that'd be fun. A singles match there. Mm-hmm. So you do double duty, and so would I. But it, it means I don't have to book as many people, for one, yep. which is good. 
and I can actually pay the guys, which most people don't think about doing, but I try to. Yep. Uh, the only show I did book, the Rochester show, I made sure that anyone who stayed till the end got something. Yep. Because people should be paid for their time, which is, again, one more reason why I don't wrestle anymore. Mm. But, uh, no, it's appealing. I would do it. I would do it under those situations. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it. I could have just been talking gibberish to the crowd that's not familiar with our that's whole right. pro wrestling past, but we'll see. Uh, any other gigots? No. Okay. That kind of almost turned into like me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I've been playing around with my text message ringtones, and I was showing Bopi <laughs> last yeah. night because I, I didn't realize. One of the things I always wanted to do on my old phone was customize text message sounds for people because that's the way people tend to communicate even more so nowadays, but it would always play like a full ring instead of just a text message noise. I couldn't mm. differentiate. But on the iPhone, I can. So I've been setting uh, a lot of people's like custom tones and it's based on like aim and stuff like sounds I would use for when they <laughs> signed on and everything. But I put the Undertaker bell for when Volpe texts me. <laughs> and then Mikey, when you text me, it plays the the Brack. <laughs> like, I used to always have that when you signed on to aim in college. So I brought it back. I, I still have all the sounds on my computer. So I just started making them all into text tones. And that's been fun. Um, I won a contest recently. Oh, and I didn't tell you guys because I thought it'd be more fun to say on the show. I'm not going to lie. I read Mr. Skin's blog. <laughs> oh, do you? I need to know when people are going to be naked in movies. Yep. It's important Mr. information. Skin. Yeah. Mr. Skin. <laughs> um, but every now and then he does giveaways. Mm. And it's a good joke writing opportunity because they're always like picture captions. Like, here's the picture. Write a caption for it. And you could win whatever prize pack. So they were doing one. And I always do them because, again, it's a joke writing opportunity. I'm working on writing my comedy and stuff. So it was a good opportunity and I could possibly win something. So he put up a, uh, a contest for to win Ted on Blu-ray. Cool. Which is a great movie. So I'm not even getting like a, a horrible movie. And mm-hmm. I won uh, one of them. I guess there were three winners for three different prize packs. Uh, the picture was of Ted sitting on the couch with like the four oh, hookers. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the promo photos for the movie. And I was actually the first person to respond to it. There were like hundreds of responses, mm-hmm. but mine... I would, I just saw the post quickly, I guess. And I wrote, uh, you think I'm stuffed? You should have seen what I did to these broads. Nice. So, <laughs> and I like it. they apparently liked that one. So I was one of three winners. So within, uh, I don't know, at this point, within like five weeks, I'll be getting Ted on Blu-ray and then a couple other things related to the movie cool. in the mail for free. So that's cool. <laughs> you always got to cool. flex the comedy yeah, muscle, man. Good. Always got to flex it. Uh, my next geek out is Street Fighter Cross Mega Man. Yeah, which was the free downloadable game that came out on the birthday, the 25th anniversary of Mega Man. It's fun. I like it. It's a kind of a bummer. I can only play on my computer, but I do have a gamepad. Uh, the only other real bummer, though, is that there's no save game option. So no, not even like codes like the classic Mega Man games where you would put in the numbers and everything and resume your place. So you got to do it all in one sit through. Oh, so I might have to like keep minimizing it. And I would and I really want to do that. And I'm going to. But I got distracted by my last geek out, mm. which is another game called The Binding of Isaac. Have oh, you heard of it? No. I haven't heard of it. Okay. This has been pulling me away from everything. Even Assassin's Creed 3 hasn't been touched in a little bit because I got The Binding of Isaac recently. Um, there was a humble bundle, humble indie bundle recently that had a bunch of games attached to it. Are you guys familiar with the humble bundles? Okay. No. It's a smart idea. It's a way <clears throat> to make money for independent game developers as well as charities and things like that. Um, so the humble, uh, the humble Bundle Company, which I'm going to keep stumbling over that phrase, they take a bunch of indie games and put them all in one pack, 
and then they sell it for pay what you want to get all these games together. And there's generally an average for the games. And if you pay over the average, then you'll get like bonus games in addition to that. And there's normally like five, six, seven games in this. Mm-hmm. They even did a THQ one a little while ago that had like Saints Row 3, like big games, like five or six THQ games that were all huge. By the way, THQ wow. just claimed uh, bankruptcy. Did they? Mm-hmm. Thank God. They just filed for bankruptcy. That means they don't have to make any more horrific wrestling games. <laughs> I know. That is the fear coming out. But uh, yeah, someone recently that's, told me that. No, no. This is that's not a fear. Yeah, this, I that's guess. a good thing. But if it means if it means that the if it ends up in a better developer's hands, yeah. If not, then who knows? But <laughs> but the one the recent packs, I wanted to play the Binding of Isaac for a while mm. anyway, and it's like a ten dollar game or something on Steam. But I paid six fifty for seven games and mm. got Binding of Isaac in it, including the DLC for it. Wow! Uh, and basically, the way that this game works, think about like the classic Legend of Zelda that style dungeon crawler, but it's it's random every time so the the rooms are always generated randomly the items you collect the Uh enemies are all randomly generated so every time you play it's different you have to play through there's no save points you play through the whole game all at once but it only takes like a half hour it's like five different dungeon levels as you go Mm -hmm. but the premise is messed up super messed up uh basically it starts off with isaac is this like baby he's like a little toddler yeah. And uh, his mom gets a voice in her head who she assumes is God telling her at first that that Isaac's going to be corrupted mm-hmm. and she has to keep him away from the evils of the world. So she locks him in his room. The story keeps going. She keeps taking things away from him until eventually the voice says, I need you to prove your loyalty to me and I need you to kill Isaac and sacrifice your toddler son to me, which is this is all super messed Weird. up. So when Isaac hears that, he opens up a trapdoor in his room that he randomly finds and drops into the dungeon, which is the game area. And it turns out that he's not the first one of this progression. Hmm. Like he, uh, he, you find like your dead siblings and stuff in oh, there. Geez. And Holy it's cow. the way you attack people is you walk around and you shoot tears. Yeah. So Isaac's crying like the whole time. This game's twisted. It's really <laughs> twisted, but the art style is awesome and it's. It's oddly enough, like kind of cute and kind of gross at the yeah. same time. Um, like you, the power ups you get and stuff are really messed up. All that, like, uh, there's one that you can get, which is a twisted coat hanger, which obviously has the implication of like. <laughs> now I'm thinking of abortion. Right. Yes, it has like the abortion, and that's the point. Like, and when uh, you get it, it sticks through your head, and you end up shooting like bloody tears instead that do more damage. Uh, and there's all like those little. Little weird things like that. I have to see this game now. Yeah. It's, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. I'll show it to you guys after we're done recording, but it's really cool. And I, I've been playing it. The fact that it's random every time you play makes it so much more fun. And there's so many different items to collect. Half the time, you don't even know what any of them do. But you'll... It, I don't know. It's all, You can make deals with the devil to turn into like demons oh and stuff. It's, it's awesome. It's so <laughs> cool. But it's a lot of fun. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get into Freak Outs then. <laughs> As I just <laughs> dropped the creepy bomb. Oh, freak out! You want to start again? Yeah, I'll start again. All right. Uh, this one is road rage related. Okay. And it was my road rage. <laughs> okay. Now, typically, I <laughs> typically I'm pretty good. I'm pretty calm. <laughs> just making me—he's like, I killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. In Mike's defense, Mikey does not lose his temper. No, I don't think that I've ever don't. seen. Yeah, no, I really ever. don't. Yeah. So you—that's what I mean. I'm usually pretty calm. Yeah. But. You know, it happens every once in a sure, while. Sure, 
So I was driving to my work's Christmas party, which was down at the Twin Rivers Casino. Mm -hmm. And now I'm on the highway. Okay. And I got stuck behind somebody at a light. And they just like, right from the light, when it changed, they just kind of rolled off nice and slow, very slowly picking up speed. Yeah. And it's like they hit 50 miles an hour and they weren't going to go any faster. Oh. And they're, you know, and they are already in the passing lane. I'm yep. Like, oh, are you serious? So I'm in a truck and I'll admit, once I've bought my truck, I've been a little <laughs> bit more assertive. I'm bigger than you are. <laughs> than I normally would be. Now, I would not say I was riding their ass, but yeah. I would drive, I was driving a lot closer than I normally would, mm -hmm. trying to push them with the force <laughs> <laughs> trying to entice them to yeah. move to another lane yes and it finally actually was working we were getting up to a certain speed that i wanted to be at you know we we're around like 70 75 in the fast lane but i'm at the point where i'm mad where now i'm not even happy anymore that they're going that fast yep. i just want them out of my way just right. move right? i just yeah. wanted them the to move it's all about principle at this yep. point so i'm staying on them even though i'm driving faster than i'm already wanted to go but yeah. i just wanted them out of my way now, ever since I was a kid, I've always been good at identifying cars. And now, that, and I should say this was—it was already dark out. Okay. At this point, and I see a car come up behind me, and I know, just from the headlights, that this most likely is a cop car. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, you can usually tell. You know. Yeah. So, like I said, we're doing seventy-five, and you're on the highway, and you know it's a statey. Normally, they just want to get by you. Right. That's why. Right. You, you know. So I decide I'm going to go Which is a over. freak out all on its own. Right. Yeah. What the right. hell? You yep. know? Actually, I have another one I could tell you. <laughs> all right. Um, actually, I'll tell you real quick. I was going down the highway again, the same road, 146, and a car comes flying up behind me, and I was just so mad he came up on me so fast. I brake checked him. Oh. And as soon as I brake checked, the blue lights went on. Oh, shit. But I actually got lucky, and I pulled over, and he just kept going by. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> for sure he was going to pull me for over someone that else. One. Yeah. So anyway, back to the other story. This time I don't I don't mess around anymore. Yeah. I just get out of the way. So I put on my blinker, I turn off to the side, and this woman, I don't know if I just pissed her off enough that she refused to move out of the way. This cop car, he was riding her ass like you couldn't even see her tail lights anymore. And she yeah. wouldn't move. She would not move. Whoa. Finally, he blew the lights on, but this time he was pulling her over. Really? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Because technically, so, he's got her for speeding. Speeding, but also now they're really pushing the do not travel in the fast lane. Right, right. I so know. like really? get out of the fast lane yeah. and then only use it for passing. In New Jersey, now I think it's actually like a ticketable offense. <laughs> really? For traveling in the fast lane. The cops wow. just want to yeah. be able to screw. They but want any reason to get money for the I department. I think so. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I think you're allowed to travel in it as long as you're willing to move out of the way for somebody right. who really wants to pass. Right. But, I mean, if you're already doing 7580 on a road that's, sure. you know, labeled for 65, nobody should be passing you at that point. It's true. So, that was kind of a freak out that turned into something very exciting for me. <laughs> I was so pumped. I was, like, screaming when I drove by. Vengeance when is over. mine. Like, yes, <laughs> it's what you get. That's weird. Yep. So, that was just a weird, weird event. But Any others? No. no All right. That's it. Uh, while Christmas shopping, <laughs> talk about road rage, <laughs> not with me. Yeah. I went Christmas shopping, uh, fully aware that the mall was going to be a madhouse. Yeah. So I knew that going in. I was just like, you know what? I put Howard Stern on all week. He's had as a, uh, well, all that week he had his review, uh, like, like the TV cast from stars, different, like, yeah. uh, movie, uh, TV shows. Yep. 
I was just listening to that and, of course, getting into the mall. It took 15 minutes to get off the highway and into the mall parking lot. And I'm just like, whatever, just mind when my own business. you have entertainment, it's really yeah, not that bad. Yeah, I was bad. like, whatever. And you, I could see everybody in their cars freaking out and yeah. get to a spot where we're not moving. And there's like a really big um, – they're EMTs. They're in their big like rescue you know, vehicle. Okay. And uh, they were just – in a position where they wanted to pull out and take a left. So they had to get in front of me. And uh, I was just like, well, I'll be nice. I'll just let them pull out. So I stop and I'm just sitting there and letting them out. All of a sudden this horn just goes off. And I look, of course I look at my mirror and there's like a, a man and a woman in the car, both of them like violently, <laughs> like bouncing on the seats, yelling and screaming, pointing, like throwing their hands up. Like, why would you do this? Why would you let the vehicle out? <laughs> and, I, it almost should be a geek out because I was thoroughly entertained by this. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there watching them and they are freaking out in their car over this. And wow. even if I hadn't let him out, I would have just been blocking him. Right. So I was just like, whatever. But they were just freaking out. I get into the mall. People are just nuts. And it, it's a real problem. And there was no like extra security. As I'm walking through the mall, there's no – there were just a couple of police officers, like real cops, not mm-hmm. mall cops. And I'm like, if a fight breaks out. It ain't stopping. Like, this is just going to be, like, bad in here. Yeah. And, you know, people are yelling at each other in, in lines. There was a guy screaming at a woman in line. There was uh, people just, just like, trying to cut one another, which was, I was in uh, FYE. Yep. And the line went almost to the back of the store, and I was just like, oh, wow, whatever. So I get in line, and you get halfway up, and this – this woman just walks up like she's looking at like she it's next there's a, like a little kiosk thing next to the line yep. so she's acting like she's looking at an item and is just holding it like she's reading it and slowly like inching her way into the line to like oh try my to cut goodness. and like there's like a younger girl behind her and she's just like um you're you're cutting me and she's just like no i was here and she's like, you weren't here. Like, you're trying to cut me. And, like, it started to escalate. And, oh my God. like, FYE worker came over and was just like, man, you need to go to the back of the line. And I was like, these people are fucking nuts. So ridiculous. It's just, I, my freak out is just, like, people need to chill out. Well, yeah. Like, if you're if you're going to the mall, it becomes at Christmas combative. time or any kind of holiday. Yeah. It's getting. It's just, I bought nothing in the stores. Really? I haven't bought anything in the stores for years. Mm. Well, that's not entirely true. I did go to Toys R Us last year. Because I couldn't, I I couldn't get, uh, or I couldn't find the train set that I wanted to get for my nephew anywhere yeah. else. So I mean, I did risk that, but it was actually not bad. Like mm. for whatever toy stores, you would think those would be just violent, but they're they're not. They're kind of calm. Yeah, everyone just wants to get in and get out. It's so much easier online now. Actually, I'm really excited this year. I bought my wife something from actually from Dick Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. It was like this top that she wanted, um, like a winter top that had like that. I don't know. That wool or yeah. Sherpa lining. She wanted it so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not driving out to Dick's. No way. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'll check online, you know, and actually they had it on sale on the internet. But now they almost every store now lets you pay with PayPal, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you no longer have to like sign up for, oh, you know, you got to create an account so you can buy something. Yep. Now it's just click on PayPal and it's it's super fast. Yeah. It's like buying something off Amazon it's now. It's awesome. The um Speaking of the mall... <laughs> The holidays is one of the best times to start messing with people in the mm-hmm. malls. Because, like you said, they're all on edge anyway. Oh, very on edge. Yeah, and they're all very gullible. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things I used to love doing in the mall, especially when it was super busy, I do it in Emerald Square all the time because Emerald Square has that big skylight that runs through oh, yeah. the top floor yeah. in the middle. Uh, you get, like, make sure you have a couple friends with you because if you're by yourself, it doesn't work so well. 
because you need to create the uh, convincing factor first and have like one or two people just like stand and point and like talk like as if you saw something. Yeah. In the skylight, like there's a bird, or, like yeah. or you don't even have to be specific about it. Be like, oh, do you see it? Like right, right over there, right? Do you see? It? Yeah. And then the crowd starts getting bigger and bigger, and then you just walk away <laughs> and laugh at them because <laughs> so you got a weird. whole a whole yeah. crowd of people just staring at, and it's people just being sheep. Yeah, they are. Yeah, people are sheep, and it's fun to yep. do. <laughs> I like just messing with people. So if people are the sheep, it's a totally random thing to say. Yeah, people are the sheep. Are you the shepherd or are you the wolf on the hill looking down at the flock ready to destroy it? Well, I'm not a destroyer. I'm mm, a protector. Because I'm the wolf. <laughs> yeah. I'm the wolf just waiting for the chance to be like, all right, got him. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not the shepherd either, though. No? I'm more like a coyote that's just like, <laughs> I'll protect him. But I, I, well, no, coyotes. No, you're, the, you're, the, um, you're the collie, the border collie that there you go. steers that's right. them yeah. into any way you want them to go. <laughs> uh, I manipulate the sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Of this guy, I think it was an island or something like that. He, he apparently had like the uh, award-winning like collie for for uh, herding. No, and what they made a video where they actually uh, they put lights on the sheep, and it was on this steep hill, mm-hmm. and the the dog herded the sheep into different patterns. Oh my goodness! It was, it was actually pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, I'll check that out after for yeah. sure. Uh, I'm. Finally can understand how you guys feel. We did an episode a while back about TV episodes that ended. Yes. And shows that ended too soon. Yeah. And and I didn't really have any because I'd never really encountered it. And twice in the same day, I was let down to the point where I was like, please don't do this to me. Like a show's over and you didn't. So I'd been watching Earth 2, like I told you. And I knew it only ran one season, but I didn't remember how it ended. And I was watching Terra Nova, which was only a couple years ago. Right. Knew it was only one season, but figured, all right, they must have wrapped it up pretty good. They don't always do that. Oh God, no. They (laughs) end like I'm dying over this. I'm just like, please, because Terra Nova ended um, like the the last ten seconds of it. It just they reveal something thinking that they were going to have another season. Yeah. And even the actors and actors like talked about how the characters were going to progress in a second season. Yep. And it never got renewed. And I'm just like, just make a movie, please. Just just wrap this up for me. Yeah. Because yep. it just ended like really, really interesting. And Sometimes, I just freaked out over it. And then I said, well, I'll just watch Earth 2 now. And yeah. That ended in such a way too that I was just like they wrapped up nothing. Don't sometimes if sometimes if the show's not even that great, it doesn't matter if they end it in such a cliffhanger that you're like, mm. well, now I have to know. Like I wasn't even yeah. that like Alcatraz. I watched it only lasted a season and it got canceled. All right. Um, and that was just on recently. But they they ended it with the main character getting shot and being on a hospital bed, like borderline flatlining. Uh. And you're like. Are they are they ballsy enough to kill the main character? Like they could they could yeah. do that. I think writers need to have a contingency plan now. Yeah, they have to have two drafts. They have to have okay, we're gonna have a second season, and what if we don't have yeah. a second season? What are we gonna do? Well, a while back when I I had mentioned that I was watching Awake and I had yes. talked to the writer of the show online at least, he had mentioned that when you go pitch a show now, ever since Lost, Lost yeah. changed the paradigm for the way that you promote certain types of tv not for sitcoms and stuff but for like drama and things that are going to have mysteries and questions and answers ever since lost when you go pitch a show you have to have certain tent poles Mm -hmm. in place in your pitch you need to know how season one is going to end you need to know how season two is going to begin you have to have certain marks that you're going to hit Mm -hmm. and based on all of those potential situations that's why awake ended in a way that was not final 
but satisfying. Hmm. And it wasn't an open-ended thing where you could go, I need to know more. Yeah. You could be like, based on interpretation, they had a place they could go with season two. Yeah. Or you could go, oh, okay. Right. Terra Nova ends with like, the bad guys are still there. Like, they're racing into this, to this place. Yep. For something. And like, that's how it ends. Like, you're like, what are they, what are they after? For, right? Like, they make a big deal about what's in this section. And of, you'll never know. Now I'll never know. Yeah. I just saw, like, it hurts almost. Like, Dude, it I, actually I get ached, it. So, like, never knowing is like. So I was online, like, trying to find out, like, what were they planning to do? Like, just give me some closure. <laughs> there should be some sort of accountability. Yeah. For stations, because if if we are going to make the investment into what you're producing, we're investing our time, our most mm-hmm. precious asset into like investing ourselves in these characters, in this story. You need to offer us something to wrap it up and conclude it because it's a two way street. Yep. But they just don't give a shit. My uh, my last freak out is it, you know, bumper stickers are one thing. Bumper stickers <laughs> have been around for a while. Yeah. And they're distracting. They can be very distracting while you're driving because you want to get up close to read like what the bumper sticker says. So you, you wouldn't do it on the highway most likely, right. but you know on a regular street. Um, but it seems to be progressing now. So now you get the stupid little stickers of like family members. Oh yeah, which I like the parody me. ones though. <laughs> the parody ones are fine, but the ones of like family members actually scares me because I'm like, if you got some psychotic person, they know who's in your car. Like, <laughs> oh, you have two babies. Great. Right. Like, this, I took a picture. I'm, I'm at a red light. And okay. what, the reason I took the picture is, one, it's interesting, and I don't understand what they're trying to say. Maybe you guys can. And I'm going to send the picture to your email so you can attach it to the site. Okay. Maybe somebody can explain this. Sure. The problem was that the, I almost rear-ended the car in front of me because he was looking at this van. Okay. I know he was looking at it as we approached the light, and he had to stop short, which means I had to stop short. Oh, yeah. So it's a picture of an arrow pointing down. Okay. They use, like, the the markers that you can write on cars with okay like at a car dealership then it's the cross like like the cross like jesus yeah i don't know what the third symbol is i maybe a wave i don't know and then it's an arrow up and an arrow down i don't know what they're trying to say look at this mikey that's humongous for one it's the entire back window but like i said the problem is that it's a it's interesting so what is this what are they trying to say is it a religious thing? And then the second thing was like, this is going to cause such a problem that there is going to be an accident because this guy's trying to get his message out. <laughs> it's not very clear. <laughs> what the hell is this? I don't understand. That's huge I, writing. It's the entire back end of the window. But what are they trying to say? Is that God's Konami code? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> up, cross, wave, up, down. <laughs> up, up, down, down. Left, right, left, right, BA star. That's what I'm thinking. What what is this? I don't know. The cross looks way out of place. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's know. It's almost like it's like down with. I'm, all I can think of is yeah. like maybe it's down with religion, down with Christ. Down, but then what's the third symbol and what's the up? And down the, with Jesus. Over the ocean. Everyone raise the roof. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's. <laughs> but this is where we are. I mean, people just write stuff on their cars now. That's so I, weird. I just don't understand what it is and. It's going to call yeah. this is a don't do it. It's we'll going to cause a massive from, accident. We'll post it on the uh, the show notes for this. Yeah. Show we and, need an interpreter. Yeah. I don't I don't know it either. Don't blur out the license plate either. Just put it up. <laughs> Just let them. <laughs> All right. Let people find the guy too. 
Uh, it was actually a woman driving the van. And what's funny, the van in front of me, like, pulled up parallel to this van. Again, right back to Road Rage. And I saw the guy, like, put his finger up like he's pointing, not flipping him off, but, like, pointing at the person. Yep. And they just rode side by side towards the next red light. And then the van in front of me took off. Huh. So it has to be something with really, because the guy seemed to be very upset about this. Yeah. So, That's strange. Yeah, this is weird. Only don't, we could Google that. <laughs> I don't know how to. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, why can't I like, I wish there was a way that I could just like highlight that and then post the right, image. Right. This We're not future. We need, I need to go to the future to figure this out where I could just be like <laughs> Tony Stark where I like raise something up and draw the symbol. And, <laughs> you're up. Oh, okay. Um, Mine, my only one is uh, actually freaking out over other people freaking out about oh. the the new Instagram terms of service. Everyone mm, went I nuts that. about it because Instagram had posted some new uh, some new terms of service that basically could be interpreted mm. to say that they had the right to sell any picture that you post for ad- advertising purposes and didn't owe you any of that money. And people were like deleting their Instagram accounts and it was a whole uproar. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were like, oh, this is the way it goes when Facebook buys it. They bought it a while ago. This is nothing new. And then within a day. Instagram responded to everyone's overreactions and were like, guys, calm down. Okay, maybe we worded things a little bit too vaguely. Mm. We'll rewrite the terms of service. Every thought you have of us invading your privacy and selling your photos, all that stuff is completely ridiculous. Mm. So we're going to. I didn't catch that back, that end, their yeah. response to it. Yeah, within, within the day, they posted yeah. well, on their there official was a lot blog. Of They're like, freaking out. Right. They're like, we're not going to sell your photos. That's not the intent. We're going to go back and rewrite this and make sure. And even if that was their intent, whatever. And people freaked out and maybe that changed it. So maybe that's a good thing ultimately. But it just whenever there's something that and every friggin post and every tweet and everything is about it. Mm. It's just too much. It's too much. I don't know. It just freaked me out. That's about it, though. Mm. Uh, We're well into the show at this point. We are going to take a quick break still. And we're going to go into the break with another Obscure Movie Review. Fantastic. This is Obscure Movie Reviews with your host, Chris Tong. This week I watched Cat Run. It was released in 2011. It's rated R and has a running time of 102 minutes. Starring Paz Vega, Janet McTeer, Alfonso McCauley, Christopher McDonald, and D.L. Hughley. When a sexy high-end escort holds the key evidence to a scandalous government cover-up, Two bumbling young detectives become her unlikely protectives from a ruthless assassin hired to silence her. First off, this movie is not safe for work. There's a ton of nudity. It starts out at a huge orgy and dozens of fully nude people. In fact, the whole movie has flashbacks back to the nudity. A lot of well-rounded characters and great acting make this movie enjoyable to watch. This movie is very graphic. You see uh, people get tortured by an assassin in the most painful ways possible. And the camera catches almost everything. If you like movies with assassins in them, then this movie is definitely one you need to catch. I give this movie 7 out of 10. Looking for a way to show your geek pride? We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G-Shield logo tee, become Lord of the Geeks, or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. 
you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hello, this is Ned Vizzini, author of It's Kind of a Funny Story, and you're listening to the Geek Generation Podcast. All right, we are back, and uh, we have some listener email to take a look at, so let's jump into the mailbag. Oh my God! You've got mail. You bastard! It's nice that we get some emails. I like emails. Because I I think our our listeners do... They are creative. They are. We get good questions. Agreed. Or comments. Uh, And actually, this one's from Matthew Boyd again. He's been putting his on the show notes as comments, and that's awesome. I like seeing them there. Uh, It says, Rob and the two mics. And hey, he's right. (laughs) That's that's the configuration we're in today. (laughs) I have a few movies that I feel should be on your list of post-apocalyptic movies. So we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Uh, He says, DEFCON 4. I'm not familiar with it. Unfamiliar. Uh, He says, horrible movie. Don't watch it. My dad and I went and saw it at the theater when it came out, and we both thought we should have gone to the other movie instead. The other movie was Code of Silence with Chuck Norris. Um, that Well, even if I had seen it, it wouldn't be on my list because I don't think I really listed any things that I didn't like or watch, at least. Uh, Damnation Alley, also no. not familiar. Uh, he says it's okay for a late 70s flick. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner, not sure if this qualifies, but I think it's close. I don't know what the apocalyptic event in Blade Runner would have been. It's yeah. just a futuristic world. I don't think that does uh, count. And I'm not sure about the next one either. Demolition Man. New San Angeles after the big one. It wasn't an apocalyptic event. It was just a big... Like, apocalypse is world destruction. Yeah. But, I don't know. That was just, like, more of a reform. Right. You know? And Demolition Man exists in a city where... It's a utopia, uh, at least on the surface. So it's it's a civilization again. It's not really like post-apocalyptic is desolate and empty and stuff like that. Uh, and lastly, Red Dawn, kind of post-apocalyptic, mm. like Independence Day. It's day of and the days after, in this case, months after. Again, I don't really think that's apocalyptic. Speaking to of me. that movie, isn't that in the theater right now, the remake? The remake, yeah. Did you guys see it? No. No, but I, I used to like the original growing up. Mm. Yeah. I don't think an invasion is technically apocalyptic. And it's just one nation attacking another. It could lead to apocalyptic. Right. But it's definitely not post. Like, I'm pretty sure if anybody tried to invade our country, the minute our government figures out who it is, we're nuking them. Oh, yeah. Like, it, immediate. Boom. Done. Yeah. But. So some of those, yeah, um, yeah. we just haven't seen and others don't really qualify by our standards. Uh, but he does say, keep up the great work. And he says, P.S. Rob, what do you think of Arrow? The twist in the plot uh, with the... Uh, the twists in the plot are insane. I'm assuming that means twists. The twists in the plot are insane. There are some big twists going on in Arrow. Mm-hmm. I was geeking out over it a couple weeks ago. Uh, so, yeah, I still like it. It's a good show. Does he have the cool facial hair that your action figure now has? <laughs> no. No, oh, he doesn't. That's too bad. He, he's got little, scruff. Yeah, it's cool. Again, it's <laughs> he's so got blonde. the scruff, but he yeah. doesn't have the Robin Hood-ish uh, type. He has a mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Take a hint. Uh, all right, let's go over some quick news. Yeah, uh, Disney has completed their Lucasfilm acquisition, so it's official. Nice. They now own Lucasfilm. I'm excited about it. I am too. Uh, Walking Dead, we already talked about, renewed for a fourth yeah. season. Uh, Skyfall, 
has now taken in $918 million worldwide. Wow. The highest grossing film ever released by Sony Pictures, beating Spider-Man 3's $890 million. Wow. Skyfall is the highest grossing movie for Sony ever. You know, it's amazing. I haven't really heard a lot of people talk about it. Like, I don't, it's not like there's that crazy buzz, like, you have to go see this. Uh-huh. There, there is a large contingent of James Bond fans, even yeah. though you're not one of them. There is a large contingent, and uh, this is a movie that's going to do way better internationally, mm. even because it's UK based and all that. And James Bond is even bigger in other countries than it is in the US. I think. I think mm. it's just something that plays internationally very, very well. Uh, we had talked about Hugh. Hugh, I almost said Human Jackman. <laughs> we had <laughs> talked about Hugh Jackman being in talks. For X-Men Days of Future Past, <clears throat> Brian Singer has made the announcement via Twitter. It is confirmed. Wolverine, played by Hugh Jackman, will be in Days of Future Fantastic. Past. Fantastic. Which is cool. I'm excited for this movie. Yeah. It's a great storyline. I it actually really went back is. now and I've watched the animated version oh, of yeah. the 90s cartoon. Yeah. Oh, man. Just, it's it's this a is crazy, cool. loopy yeah. 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 And oh, time yeah. travel and everything. And yeah, mm. it's going to be sick. I'm hoping it's. it should be. The story is sick. Uh, did anyone see Prometheus? I don't remember. No, I didn't. No, I've been no. wanting to see it. Okay. I still haven't. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of heat came down on screenwriter Damon Lindelof for he's the guy who wrote a lot of Lost too. He and he tends to be one of those guys that just leaves a lot of open ends and doesn't tie up everything. And a lot of heat came down on him for Prometheus too. Uh, Lindelof has confirmed that he will not be involved with the Prometheus sequel. Mm-hmm. There are some people who are probably excited by that. I. I like Lindelof. He's also responsible for the writing on the uh, Star Trek reboot. So he's mm. he's a good dude. Mm. I mean, this is, I do enjoy some open-endedness. You know, it kind of gives you the freedom to try and make your own yeah. choice on what you think happened. But yeah. if you leave it too open, it's just too vague. It, it you know, Agreed. obviously can go anywhere. Agreed. But. Absolutely. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm has agreed and been confirmed by himself uh, via Twitter that he is the lead in the sequel to The Muppets. So Jason Segel. Uh, he's funny. I yeah, like him. Jason Segel was the lead in the last one, and we had talked about him mm. not wanting to be really on screen for the next, even though he'll consult and do a little bit of writing. But he just wanted to bring back the franchise and then leave it in good hands because he has other things going on. I don't know if I can tolerate... um. Ricky Gervais is the main character, though. Yeah, I don't know. I like him in bits, uh, you know, bits and pieces of him. It'll be interesting. I don't know if he's the quite right personality for a Muppets movie, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, And also Ty Burrell, who, if you're not sure who that is, he plays the dad on Modern Family. He's also been cast to play an Interpol agent in the movie. Now, he is someone I can see in a Muppets movie for sure. Ben Affleck says he was never involved with the Justice League movie. Oh. So all that talk about him being in talks or yeah. rumors about him being the director, he's like, no, I've heard of the project, but nobody's talked to me about it. Yeah, it'd be so cool if we could track back how rumors start. I know, It's right? just like that one guy at a desk somewhere just goes online and like types something and then it just or it's, it's like just you like, standing there and pointing up at a window yes, in the mall exactly <laughs> and then they walk away from it i mean i could literally just go on my site and post anything and yeah people could pick it up and run with it 
Well, that's think, exactly yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, the people who start the rumors are just the one. They're the guy that just want to have their input into something. Even though they don't know anything about it, mm-hmm. they just want to have their say. And that's where it all starts. Yeah. I mean, at this point, my site's been running for like three years now. So I think I built up enough credibility where I could just kind of make up something and people would be like, oh, really? <laughs> mm. Like, even if there's a little doubt, they'd want to take my word for it, I think. I don't know. Uh, Fantastic Four. Reboot's been in the works, and now it has an official release date of March 6th, 2015. So one more superhero movie added to 2015. It's going to be overshadowed, most likely. Most likely, I mean, yeah. Well, that's it's also in March, though. It's before all these, Hmm. which is probably the smart thing to do. I don't know. I'm not... I watched the other one, the first one of the second one. Yeah. They're not great. The second one's way better than the first, even though Jessica Alba looks like an alien. In the second one, it's ridiculous. Didn't see it. Yeah. I just never really cared for the Silver Surfer. Oh, really? So I was like, that turned me off right there. I'm like, I don't even like this oh, guy. He's the bad man. guy, or I didn't really know. I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> uh, and just to remind people, the sequel, or the reboot, I should say, will be directed by the same director of Chronicle, Josh Trank. And that was a great movie. So if anything, maybe that'll help it out a little bit. Uh, and the last story I have here is that despite previous reports... Kristen Stewart has confirmed that she is, in fact, returning for the sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman. So while we thought and the rumors were for a while that she was out and the sequel would focus on Chris Hemsworth as the Huntress or the Huntress. I did it again <laughs> as the Huntsman. Well, he does have that long, flowing blonde hair from <laughs> Thor. So so based on that. Yeah. So that movie did well enough that it could garnish a sequel. Yeah. yeah. Kristen Stewart is a draw. I don't know why. Believe it or not. I mean, because she's attractive. kids today love that. She's attractive, emo but she, thing. she has no emotion. No, but the the people who follow Twilight don't either. Yeah. <laughs> like, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wah, yeah. wah. If you could, yeah. If somebody could be visually like monotone, yeah. that would be her. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> her face is monotone. That's great. If there was a visual representation of Mace's rapping voice, it's Kristen Stewart. Oh, that's a good one. Because, oh my God, he drove me crazy. I don't even like rap, but Mace just, yeah. oh, he hit the final nail. We have a little extra time, mm. so we could play a top three if you guys want to. Sure. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one. Two weeks in a row. I know, right? We go months with no games. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, two top weeks. three mania. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Probably be better than WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Volpe and I have made many jokes about our implied homosexual relationship that doesn't exist. So <laughs> did I, we did. Oh, God. <laughs> Wonder where this game's going. So, yeah, so in terms of that, I, oh, I no. thought I, I thought we would be secure men and talk about our top three Hollywood man crushes, because there are always people oh, God. that you get like the man crush on just as girls get their girl crushes that you just look up to. And it's not saying you're sexually attracted to the person. It's saying that for whatever reason, you like just want to be this person or be friends with them or they just seem awesome for whatever reason. I'm saying for whatever reason a lot of times, aren't I? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Top three Hollywood man crushes. Oh, my God. I got two quick. Okay. Again, it's, it's, <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> it's the third one again. When I came up with mine, it was actually really easy. Really? Yeah. And at first I was like, is it people that I will always go see the movie just because they're in it? 
or is it people that because there are certain people that fit that criteria like i always see the rocks movies but i wouldn't say i have like a rock man crush like i don't know it's it's a weird area yeah you want to give two of yours? Yeah, I'll give two. Okay. Uh, Harrison Ford just like jumped right off the yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it, and it doesn't even matter when. Just he's like indie, Harrison he's Ford on solo. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, my second one would probably be like 90s Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a badass in the 90s yeah, a little he bit. Was. Yeah, yeah, I liked him back then. Yeah. Especially like Robin Hood. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And I obsessed over that movie. Such a good movie. Yeah. Love Prince this of Peace. This is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is The Rock. <laughs> just because it's it the rock. Be. If that, yeah, he I is can the see great the rock one. for you. Yeah, you could just cover all three. I don't know. <laughs> the rock is so amazing. He's all three of my slots. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, never mind. And I'll say my third would be Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Just because I've always enjoyed his movies since I was a kid. He seems like just such a good dude. Yeah, that's it. And it's definitely not like a man crush type thing, but it would be more like if I could be that guy. If you could be him or you just want him to be your best friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a man with, crush. Yeah, like that's what it is. Big. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was a good man, movie. Man, that was such a good movie. Yeah. Joe versus the volcano. Volpe's having some <laughs> yeah, trouble. This is really hard. You better go. I, I may just have the rock. That might be it. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is ooh. uh Christian Bale. Of I mean, course. Yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> Friggin' Batman. Yeah. Even before Batman, he was awesome. I mean, yeah. that just solidified the awesomeness. Yeah, and that's a surprise. So Shut awesome. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. And really? again, not because, because of Batman. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's one of those guys where I will see whatever movie just because he's in it, but he just seems like such oh, yeah, a cool yeah. guy. He's like Neil Patrick Harris in the sense that he's. He'll sing whatever. He'll yeah. do what. Like, I wish I had the confidence and the freedom that he does or seems to have. Oh, I would definitely say I would love to hang out with Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, my God. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it could not be a great time. Exactly. And that's how I feel about Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, yep. I could not have Harris a not good time with him. He's actually gay, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then my last one is Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yep. All right. Quentin Tarantino and Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. And, yep. and out of all these... Bradley Cooper is a very attractive guy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if there were any guy that I could choose to look like, it would be Bradley Cooper. Okay. And you you had... I said Quentin Tarantino and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. 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 The Rock didn't make your list. He didn't. No. I mean, I'll see anything. There's a bunch of people I'll see any movie they're in, like The Rock, Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg. I'll see all the... Harrison Ford, absolutely. I'll see anything he's in. But I don't know. There's like... Ah, it's weird. I feel like The Rock would just be intimidating to me. <laughs> I don't know. Not like the others wouldn't either, but. <laughs> I just want to be your buddy. <laughs> All right. So that was a quick little game. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> we end the year letting everybody know yeah. <laughs> which guys we, we are in love with. <laughs> if that's how you want to interpret Man Crush. Hey. Uh, All right. Final thoughts or something you want to plug, guys. As we end the year. End the year. I have a little shameful thing to say. Uh oh. I admit I bought my wife a Christmas gift for myself. Did you? <laughs> so did I. Yeah. <laughs> so did I. I was I was walking through the store and I found they had a triple feature of Ernest. It was Ernest goes <gasps> nice. to camp, Ernest goes to jail, and Ernest scared stupid. Will she even like those? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Will she like those? In the past, right? yeah, yeah. So, wow, 
I'm like, this is happening. New sure Year's admission. Yeah, New Year's wow. admission. Yeah. But oh, we should do that. We should do revelations at some yeah. point. Well, here's a revelation. This was awesome. Randomly, again, we're walking through the store the other day. Yeah. And she wanted to buy. They had uh, Beverly Hills Cops 1, 2, and 3. She's like, let's buy those and watch them tonight. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Something I totally did not expect her to want. Wow. And yeah, she wanted to watch it. It was mint. She has very random taste in movies. Mm. You never know. Yep, that was a nice. That was a nice twist. So we watched uh, two and three last. It's night. a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, Volpe? Uh, well, it's uh, the new year. It is, which means uh, it's time to go back to the gym. Yep, New Year's so resolutions. If you're looking for some protein powder and supplements, go to uh, revitalizepro.co. I also recommend because it's working so well for me, and and I know you're going to start it. I am. Um, carb backloading um, is kind of this new, I don't know, I don't want to call it a diet, new uh, way of eating. New way of eating. Yeah. Uh, I suggest people take a look at it. You just go to carbbackloading.com, um, and it is it, you, when you're going to go through the page, you're going to say, "No way! This this goes against everything that they've ever told you. Mm-hmm. It's working." And this is in no way a paid advertisement or anything. No, just not so at people all. Know, this just, is just a recommendation. Working. Yeah, yeah. So check that out, and cool. then. Uh, Get my protein powder. Yay. Use Go Geek, fifteen percent off. Yay! Mm-hmm. Also, if you're going to go to places on the internet, go to thegeekgeneration.com. Right. Uh, there's a button there where you can go to iTunes. Please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate that. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode, please email those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. Leave a message at Geek Generation on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail at five zero eight three one six nine seven eight seven. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So the next time we will see you guys, it will be 2013. And we will see you then. Later. Make it so.